episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Good, mate. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, the, beside, you know, being a little bit sleepy because I'm not used to mornings that that much. What, what time? No, it's not. It's not early now. It's eleven, but I've been doing interviews for for a few hours now, and uh, I, I I I have this, so it's all good. Oh, that's good. That's good. I've got this, but it's just water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Like, I love that you're also. Uh, one of my people. Yes, that's why. What you know, when she said like you guys are gonna are gonna geek out, I was like, what, what, what? And then I saw him, and I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got my I got my Motu okay. stuff. I've got um, whole bunch of stuff. Ghostbusters. Yeah, me too. So, I mean, uh, there was something here, but just a teeny tiny, you know, from Diablo, Gremlins, video games, Doom. <laughs> oh, it's stuff. All- all the good things in life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> That's something I actually wanted to ask you. Yeah. Was, uh, when it comes to that stuff and metal. Yeah. You know, what was, where did it start for you? Obviously not, you know, the, the, did the pop culture stuff come early on in childhood? Well, it, for us, it was since we were younger, uh, mm. they would play a lot of like anime um, on TV. And a lot of like cartoons of robots, of Japanese robots. Uh, so the the attention started when we were young kids. Uh, then growing up, there have been more and more like conventions in Italy and wow. things became luckily less underground. So we had more chances, you know, to 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 buy comics or to be able to order stuff from, from, from Japan or from the rest of the world. And now there is... I mean, especially with COVID, when people was at home doing nothing, forced to do nothing, the all nerd world exploded, which I'm very happy about. And I was happy, you know, in between all the sadness to be able to play more video games, to be able, you know, to start Twitch, to be able to build stuff, to be able to buy very important items. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know that one. I know that went a little. Yeah, but I, I love to be surrounded by by chaos i i like it a lot you know i know i know some people don't understand it i know some people think that it's childish but they don't really realize how much of adults how many adults are working behind things that they think they're childish i mean because they don't know anything about it oh 100 100 like it's like for this for instance i don't know if you've seen this yet but um this is the reissue of the NECA robocop and, oh, this and, is so cool. Yeah, Nika makes detail, great stuff. And, and his little hol- the holster comes out and stuff. Like, um, yeah, I'm 40 years old. <laughs> uh, I'm 50 and whatever. Right, that's it. And, it's like, you know, I, I, I guess it might have been the thing with you as well where I don't know if you went childhood and then you gave it all up for a while and then later in life you went back and bought all the things that you wish you had. Yeah, well, uh, I did it for... Sp- for a short period with video games. So because being on tour all the times, 
uh, didn't allow me to to play video games as much as I wanted to. Mm. Uh, we had some consoles on some buses, but to be honest, I mean, when I'm on tour, I want to live because uh, as much as I love toys, I love human connection. I love to go out. I love to go out for restaurants. I love to walk and look at the cities. So I left uh, the, the video game world for, for a while. Uh, obviously, came back in full force. But even more than before, and I'm happy about that. But I still wish I had at least a 40, 48 hours a day to be able to do what I what I like. And I have to choose, which torns me apart. But oh, it's all about the balance, eh? That's nah. it. That's it. You've been twitching and jamming. You're living the absolute dream. And you mentioned about going out and meeting people and playing shows and all that. So, uh, of course, bit of a segue. You're going to be coming down here this December. Yes. I, mate, I know so many people, including myself, that are so damn keen to finally see you down here again. It's been a little Thank while. You. I think it was Soundwave, I think, the last one. I think Soundwave was the last time because we came there for Gigantor as well, but I can't put together the pieces. It's been a while. We were ready to come back to Australia in 2020, but obviously COVID ruined the plans. And we are so very excited to come back for Good Things Festival with such an awesome, you know, package of bands. So it's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I can't wait. And of course, the lineup is just absolutely stacked. Uh, of course, you know, yourselves, you got Ginger, Soulfly, Sabaton, Gojira, Deftones. Man, it just... Bring me your eyes and yes. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Yep. It, it's massive. And we, we haven't it had is. like that for a little while. So it's important. It's, it's a big, significant moment for us. It is. And I was, I was talking like a few minutes ago with, uh, with another um, Australian journalist that was saying that it's, it's, it's important for you guys, you know, to see that everything is really restarting again and some European bands are coming to you. And yeah. we are feeling the same, you know, to see that everything restarted gives us, you know, the best of the feelings because until things are taken from you, you don't realize how important they are. And now, you know, I'm enjoying every single moment, every single travel, every single bite of local food, every single thing I do, you know, related to music and life with a different taste in my mouth, because I know that it's not granted anymore that I should yeah. enjoy every second. And I, I, can, I can tell, I can tell. We just finished a North American tour and I can see the faces of the crowd because I'm very attentive. You know, even I'm, if I'm performing I, and I'm in my own zone, I, I look at uh, whoever is coming to, to the shows and I see happy faces. I see people that are willing to drop every last little bit of sweat on, on the floor because they want to enjoy every single concert. It's, it's great. It's a great feeling. I'm so happy that everything is back. Yeah, me too. But how's it been bumping into, you know, the old crew, the old, you know, the other bands? You Obviously, you've done a few festivals and stuff of late too, like bumping into the bands and, you know, it's like old friends. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it, it was strange at first because everybody had the feeling, you know, at first it's just like, is it really happening? Do I have to wear a mask? What is going on? It, it, it was the strangest feeling, especially the very first gigs we played. Uh, it was very strange. We played the, the very first uh, tour after COVID um, in April 
And and in the States, nobody was wearing a mask. And we were coming, you know, from Italy with all our masks and going around. And everybody was looking yeah. at us just like, guys, relax. And we were like, what's going on? It's all different here. Oh, my God, I have to go to a stage. It took a while to go back to normal state of mind. Yeah. Who's the first band that you sort of bumped into that you were like, are you, are you real? Are you, are you alive? Are you here? Well, I, I think it was Apocalyptica when we did the tour in, in, in the States. Wow. That was the first tour. I mean, we met other members of bands, but when we were like in Italy, um, I probably met someone else, but there were not other concerts. No, 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 no. I think, Apo I think Apocalyptica. I'm not sure. But obviously, you know, I'm in touch with other musicians. No, yeah. I didn't see them in person, though. Wow. Man, it would have been such a trip. And of course, uh, yeah. you recently announced the reimagining of Coma Lies for its 20th anniversary, which, yeah. oh, man, that album is so super important to me. Like, I could go on. Yeah, yeah, I could, but <laughs> such a, for very, for yeah. us as well. For us as well. That's why it was very important for us to, to treat it the way it deserves because yeah. it's the record yeah. that connected so many people that uh, took Lacuna Coil to to the level of like, okay, we can travel the world, we can play our music, and this is going to become our job. So for us is is a record that, you know, it's probably the most important in our, in our, in our career. And it was very stressful as a pro, as a, as a project, as a, as a, um, for the songwriting, because it, it is really hard to touch all grounds, you know, because those were songs that everybody knew and everybody loved. Yes. So we had to recreate them in a way that they could sound modern, but keeping the same vibe. And it was way more difficult than playing a completely new record. Because when you release something new, you put it out and you, you just wait for an opinion. But it's something new. You like it, you don't like it, but it's new. Nobody can say anything about it. You know, nobody can compare that to to the same song made 20 <laughs> yeah. years ago well, but i'm extremely happy because i can tell yeah. that um their reactions were incredible incredible we played uh four songs during the last tour that we did and the reactions were ecstatic and and you don't get those reactions when you play something new usually because people need time to you know figure out the song right. i don't know if i like it i, I have to think about it mm, who knows and right. everybody went nuts like we talked to a lot of old school fans and we actually let them listen to the songs prior to you know the the you know prior playing the songs live and prior to the record because we wanted to test with some very old school fans of the band. We wanted to test the reaction. And some of them cried in a good way, though. No, wow. not because they thought that it sucked. <laughs> but but they were like, how, how did you guys do it? And I was like, okay, I take it as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, it sounds huge. Like, I'm very happy because, I mean, I think this is the so perfect good. celebration, you know, doing something new, bringing back what happened in the past and bringing the good things of a record that, brought together so many so many people at the same time oh absolutely 
and uh, you know bands when they do do the anniversary thing they'll either do the vinyl reissue, reissue or they'll reissue remaster you know, it and remastering repackaging yeah, yeah, no yeah. this is definitely not a remaster this I'm is a brand new record oh, somehow <laughs> so good and it's i i love i love what you guys have done with it you know and as Thank I said you. before because you know it's a it's a very special record for me and thank uh, you you know yeah we we don't want to wipe away the original oh. one in, in actually in uh, uh we we have decided uh, now i don't know which edition is going to be because obviously there will be different as, editions as usual uh we included the old one as well so you will have the new and the one together you know it's a uh, joining forces not yeah. like okay this is gonna fight the other that's very clever yeah very clever it's like I, a I taking think... comal eyes dust it off <laughs> Put you know a, a better clothes and just like new engine. You can go on for more, for other twenty years now. Same car, new <laughs> engine. There you go. But um, <laughs> you're going to be performing it live. Uh, how's it been preparing for that though? With all you know, maybe dusting off some of those older songs that you haven't played in so long. No, well, we are we are rehearsing. I mean, there are some songs that we never played before. Um, we've been in the in the the rehearsal room in these days. Obviously, today I can't be there because I mean we are uh, doing interviews. Andre and I are doing interviews, but like tomorrow we'll meet again, uh, and um, and we'll rehearse up until come alive. That's nine it. days. Every day. How, how many Nine days? No, not not every day, not every day, but let's see, every other day, whenever we can. Uh, usually, we take the weekend off, but I think the like Monday, maybe maybe next week is going to be more intense. How many hours? Do maybe you we do go? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then we have a we have a meet and greet the day before the concert on the fifteenth. So maybe the day before we'll rehearse. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But in. it's good. It's good. It might sound tiring, but it, it kind of tightens up the band and uh, and you kind of warm up the voice as well. That's the way to do it. I love jamming. I love, I, I love you know, I can go to hours, hours and hours and, you know, mm. you know, your voice though. You know, you're like, I, I love it because we're always having a lot of fun. Uh, you know, of course, we do it professionally when it comes to music, but about the rest, you know, we joke a lot. We, uh, I always do little silly dances. We take coffee breaks, so it's a, it's a great day. I mean, to, to, oh. to, to spend together, and I mean, I cannot, I cannot call it work. <laughs> I am extremely privileged. It's the hang. It's the hang with the your mates. That's what it's about. Yes. You know, yes. I feel really lucky because I mean, I, I, I heard that. So many bands are just like, you know, meeting up just because they have to be on tour or they are separate or they, they want separate rooms or separate buses. For me, it's mandatory to spend as much time as I can with them. And this last tour, due to um, the lack of buses, because you can't find buses in Europe and the States, it's, wow. it's hell. Uh, we did it with separate vans, you know, going from one gig to another. And it was awful because we would arrive, you know, in the venue in the evening and we wouldn't see, you know, the crew. We would, it, it was like, ugh. you know, I, I like the camaraderie that comes with touring. You know, I want to spend time with them. I want to say, hey, good night. Open the curtain of my bunk and close oh. and meet the morning after, you know, for the coffee together. I, I, I miss this. 
of course, I mean, you re- released a book, you know, with all the memories, uh, nothing yes. in our way, uh, with a visual yes. history. That that must be pretty cool to go back through all those years with all your memories with those dudes and yes. uh, all the shenanigans, things you got yes, up to. I mean, there's a lot of things that, that we couldn't talk about in the book. <laughs> <laughs> but like what? like what? But and it's also surprising how how many things you forget along the way uh and just talking about it and with the journalist maybe picking up from uh andrea's interviews would tell me andrea told me about this episode and i would be like oh wow i forgot about that and this also happened and then maki would pick up we picked up from my interview it was great to connect all the memories because there were so many things that i completely forgot Especially because when we started, there were no smartphones. There were, you know, regular cameras. So it was really hard to retrieve even pictures from that period. Either because a lot of pictures we had were from fans. So we didn't even know who they were to ask them the permission to publish the pictures. Or they were lost in some phones that we don't even own anymore. Or they were so pixeled because the quality sucked so bad that it was not possible to... (laughs) to 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 publish but it was a, a it was a great way to 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 remember that we did so many things you know sometimes i forget that we did so many things in those years and it feels like 20 years went by in the blink of an eye it, it feels like that sometimes me. i'm like i have to pinch myself i was like did i did i do that <laughs> when when did i do that i'm only 25 <laughs> What's your favorite memory from sort of. from that book? When you open it up, what's that one thing that that sticks out to you that really gets you? I like to read about the past because I always want to remember how it started. You know, I don't think we arrived. Uh, when I talk to people and they're just like, "Oh my God, you're Christina Scabby from Lacuna Coil. You did so much for me. Oh my God," and talk about me like a legendary creature it it embarrasses me because i sometimes i don't realize how important our music was for so many people without even knowing it i sometimes don't realize how strong the bond in between many fans became thanks to our music which is something that we did because we love to write we want we love to to sing and perform and it it's it was just <clears throat> the old book was i don't know was somehow hopeful uh and i hope that whoever reads it understands the importance of uh respecting each other working hard not finding any any shortcuts and most of all that even the nose can make you grow as a person, that every failure will bring to something even more spectacular and bigger and and better. Because, of course, you know, we included also the moments in which, you know, we, we received a lot of no, no, no from, from people that probably are regretting it right now. But it made us stronger. It made us like wonder, okay, what we did wrong? What can we improve? how can we do this better? You know, instead of just like, you know, crying, you know, sitting on the floor and just like, okay, I'm not going to do it again. 
yeah, yeah. we insisted it and that's what led us to to our path and here you are now and i mean as i said before you know i remember when you really hit the scene down here well a little bit before my best friend actually introduced me to he's like you got to hear this band man and i was like what you gotta hear <laughs> this band man i got this album and i was like what is it and it was um he got on cd and it was just, just incredible and then i just remember how much of an impact you guys you kick down doors for so many people and influence so many bands and especially a lot of female musicians that i know you know you you trailblazing mate like it was such a it was such a cool thing to say i know you said you get a bit embarrassed but you know, I no, think- I mean, it, it embarrasses me in, 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 a, in a good way. You know, yeah, it's good. a great compliment. It's a great compliment. But it is true. When we when we started, there were not so many bands uh, in Europe. It was a little bit more common, but uh, there was no Internet. So there was no way, you know, to tell the world like, hey, those things are existing, you know, in the rest of the world as well. And I'm so happy that everything became normal now now it's normal hey i have a lady in 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 the band you know i have a female singer i have a female bass player i have a female drummer and now everything is normal as it should be because music has no no sexual division it's just like music is for for everybody absolutely and I'm, I, I love all you know the, obviously you're getting the tiktok videos and things like that where you're seeing just well both male and female just shredding and, and getting into it and doing their little covers and stuff but you also have vote ha- hosted on the voice as well over- yes i was one of the judges in 2018 yeah yeah, yeah. And that was the weirdest thing when they asked me to do it because italy is definitely not a metal country really uh italy italy is all about uh traditional italian music it's all about uh, trap, rap music, Italian one, uh, some electronic dance music, you know, the typical big acts that are coming from abroad, but definitely not not metal. Uh, it's still very conservative. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking about the, the mainstream. Uh, a lot of people still think that distorted guitars are something that it's too noisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I hope that things will change because as I like to remember ages ago when I was still, when I was already listening to, to rap, everybody was looking at me like I was a crazy person. You know, I was already listening to Run DMC, Ice-T uh, or Beastie Boys and everybody was like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, because my brother is uh, 10 years older than I am and he was listening to to this type of music. So yeah, I yeah. got interested in listening to it and brought it to school. So now that rap is mainstream, it's pretty much the same thing that it was hated and not understood ages ago. So I really hope that metal will arrive to that point in which will be respected as any other musical genres as it is in places like in the States or Germany, for example. Yeah. I mean, down here, it's a struggle. You know, we, we've got a strong scene. But the mainstream, mm-hmm. they just don't. Just yeah, the mainstream is still reluctant because it's kind of like I don't know. They look like you know evil guys. They look bad, <laughs> like bad people. Uh, look it's too loud for me. And it's like you're going to rave, dude. 
Yeah, if you that. go to raves, you can't say that metal is too loud. <laughs> Your ears are going to collapse. <laughs> But that is good music. <laughs> That's it. And we're, hey, and here we are. We're like the nicest people on the, on the planet. But Absolutely. I, I did Absolutely. Have- if they only knew, if they only knew. I mean, all the softest heart people, the sweetest humans, I met them in metal, so... The death metal dudes are the sweetest dudes. Ah, yeah, yeah. Don't write me that stuff. I had one last <laughs> question for you. Yes. Um, this is something that's been bugging me for a long time. I read an interview many, many, like two decades ago, I think it was. Yeah. That I think it was a song 119. <laughs> from, yeah. Is that about Monty Burns? Was that the I can't, one? That- I can't tell you about that. Oh, no. I can't I tell you about song. that, Minnie. I can't remember what it was. And I remember reading an interview and it was like, oh, this song is about or something. 119. No, no, we never revealed. We never revealed really? why. No, was, never which ever. Was the one? Which, never will. Which was the song? You wrote a song about Monty Burns though, didn't you? No, 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 no. It's no, 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 no. What's no? Monty Burns? Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. No, 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 no. That's another story. We named uh, some of the working titles for uh, uh, one of those records, maybe it was Comalize, I don't remember, were named like The Simpsons, but they were working titles because we didn't know the title. So we started, okay, like Homer, Mr. Burns, you know, with, with Marge, every song had, uh, but the title 119 um, was titled 119 for a specific reason, but we never revealed why. Uh, I see. Okay, because I knew I had him mixed up somewhere. And I yeah, yeah, but that. Mr. Burns, yes, he was one of the working titles. Okay. <laughs> it was a good one, though. <laughs> See, that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. That's how long I've been listening. See, old school fan, old school fan. But, uh, mate, is there a new album on the way? There has to be. Come on. Uh, there's, we got the. We are writing new stuff. For now, we want to focus on Comalize XX yeah. so that we are treating as a new album because it really was, you know, for, for all. Uh, it meant to us and for the process. But of course, in the meantime, we are writing new stuff. We already have like four or five uh, songs not recorded, uh, just demoed. But of course, next year, we're going to be focusing on a new record as well. Awesome. I'm so excited for uh, everything too. we have coming me up. Me too. I, I think that especially after COVID, Comalize XX was the perfect way to start with the right excitement without carrying the negativity from COVID. We didn't want to write a new record, a complete new record during COVID because we didn't really want to carry that bad vibe with us. Uh, So Comalize XX is the perfect way, you know, to restart with excitement, with new challenges. And we feel so refreshed. I don't know how to say, but refresh is probably the, the, the right term. You know, I feel so much energy and so ready to throw it in Comalize XX and, and the future. It's exciting. And I'm excited to see you in Brisbane at Good Yay. Thing Festival. I'll yes. be there up the front singing along and screaming and crying and doing all the... <laughs> Thank you. I can't wait. I can't wait. Counting days for real. Yeah, I know. It's going to be... Wait till you hit the... You know, you hit that tarmac and then we'll have all the beers and everything ready for you guys, of course. Uh, and we'll have all the links down here. Christina, take care. And uh, this was amazing. Thank you for the opportunity. And thanks, everybody, for watching, listening. <laughs> and uh, here's to us, metal nerds. Yeah. <laughs>